everybody. Welcome to the 79th episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm Mr. Bellinger of Tub Shallowman. Hello, folks. Hello. <laughs> and uh, how we doing, Tub Jell? What's going on? What's going on? Not bad, man. Not bad. How are you doing, buddy? Well, I'm a little pissed the fuck off. Really? Do tell. Yeah. You want to hear about my first world problems, dude? Sure. All right. So here's what happened, okay? Um, maybe and by the way, can I just interject? I, oh, I, please do. Well, I know that first world problems is commonly used as a derogatory term to describe privileged people that are whining, which it is, to be fair. Right. But I feel like even third worlders would find first world problems more interesting. Because if you go to the third world, their problems is like, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in days. I don't have a water source closer than 10 miles to me. It's just kind Boring. of like, it, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing. You're, you're thirsty or you're hungry or you don't have shelter. You know what I mean? So there's really only three third world problems. First world problems, there's a whole array of them. So right. while it is kind of, you know, a little petulant for, you know, a full stomached American to complain, at least the complaints, you can't, you don't know what they're going to be. They're, they're, you know, they're exciting. They're, they're new. So that's true. I just, I feel like you denigrated yourself by starting off with first world problem, but I just want you to know that I have full vested interest in your problem and I'm about to take it seriously. Okay. Awesome. I appreciate that. Also just realized we didn't do the one, two, three clap thing. So let's just do it now. One, two, three. Nice dude. Um, so what happened was about a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe more, who fucking knows the was mm-hmm. like, Hey man, are you busy today? And I was like, I mean, sh- yeah, but no. Why? What's up? He's like, dude, the uh, Ninja is releasing his fucking custom final mouse. Now, um, Ninja's the, the streamer gamer, right? Yeah, the fucking loser with like the blue hair and shit. Yeah, but he has like a net worth of like 15 mil. Yeah, at least. Um, and so he was releasing his, you know, special mouse. And uh, it was only like a one-day release thing. It's it's like buying, you know, fucking Yeezys. You got to like log on and wait for the exact second, and then like log in real quick and buy it, or you'll never get one type deal. Uh huh. Um. So he's like, bro, I'm like, can't be near a computer. Can you buy me one? And I was like, sure. I'll just fucking get myself one, and then I'll just sell it afterwards for you know way more money. So, um, I ended up getting both myself and Debazio. This limited edition mouse. Yeah, I remember that because yours was like pale green, like a pastel. Yeah, Yeah, it's like baby blue, and he got the red one, I think. That's right, yeah. Um, So got it, and I was like, I guess I'll see what... And how much was was this mouse? At the time, it was $60, okay? Okay, yeah. Which is a lot for a mouse, but whatever, okay? Gaming mouse. Let's just be clear here, it's a gaming mouse, so it's not just any old fucking Logitech piece of shit, right? Right, the the tactile satisfaction on thing is immense. Oh can't be beat um so so i of course brought it home and was like i'm gonna keep this thing in the box and sell it and then i was like you know what i'll just fucking use it okay um debasio used his for like a week ended up selling it for a profit um i actually quite liked mine though continued to use it the whole thing about it was is it's like very fucking light you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm it's like pretty they call it the air 58 it's literally got holes in it and shit i'll send a picture somewhere so that people can see it just type in air 58 air 58 final mouse okay you'll fucking see it but um so you're not sending a picture not going to send a picture i am revoking the picture sending folks that's absolutely correct yes um 
so played with the mouse, enjoyed it, ended up keeping it. And then it got to the point where DeBasio was like, yeah, I didn't even like really like it. So I sold it, whatever. And then I was like, well, I'm keeping it, dude. I fucking like it. And he's like, well, you know, why, dude? And I'm just like, I fucking like it. Okay. But now here we are, however long it's been, an hour, a year and a half or two years, whatever. I'm setting up to do the podcast here. I spill my gigantically full water all over my desk. Oh, and was this like a was this like an open ringed glass of water, or was this like a thermos type? Was this like a yeti? That's where it gets a little more anger, anger, anger. What the fuck? I can't say words. Makes you more angry. What's the word I'm looking for? Infuriating. And thank you, thank God, folks. He's an English major. Um. So I had, you were an English major, right? Yes. Okay. Just checking. Um, I had like a full Nalgene, which as you know, has a lid. And I thought that the lid was sealed. Mm. Knocked over the bottle was like, that's fine. I'm doing something with cables. The lid's on. Oh, so you heard it. You heard it knock over. Yes. But you still didn't have cause for concern because you saw the labels on it. Took me like two seconds to realize it had spilled, right? Got all over the mouse, which if you look up the pictures, it's basically holes all around it. That's why it's so light. Water went right in it. I dried it off swiftly, tested it. Oh, thank fuck. It still works. Okay, we're good. Continued setting shit up. It was going on Twitter, whatever. All of a sudden, stops fucking working. No. So what I could have done to prevent this is I could have just unplugged it immediately, let it dry for like a week, and then plugged it back in. And it would have been totally fine. Didn't do that. So now I have a broken limited edition Ninja Air 58 mouse. Oh, no. So it's irreplaceable. And pretty much. So just for shits, I was like, you know what? Maybe they're fucking not even worth a lot anymore. Maybe like the hype is gone. I'll go on eBay. I'll see how much they're selling for. Now, remind you, I paid $60 for this. On eBay, um, there's one here for uh, $475. No one way. One for $315, $350. Um, a lot of three fifty, four twenty five. If you had seen the eBay value before you ruined the mouse, do you think you would have sold it, or do you think you still would have kept it? I think I still would have kept it, but I would have definitely unplugged it as soon as I spilled something on it. You know what mm, I mean? Right, right, right. And part of it of why I want it so bad is because DeBasio didn't really want his sold it and then like last week when i was talking about mine he was like fuck man i, I missed that mouse so much i wish i still had mine so now i had something that debasio doesn't have that he cannot get wow that so he you, wants. you have something coveted by mike debasio and right. yet you let it slip through your fingers so that adds like an outrageous amount of extrinsic extrinsic value to the mouse which is now null and void wow Hey, man, that really is depressing. Do you think there's any chance, like, of saving it, or do you think it's just past the point of of return? Well, it's in a thing of rice right now. Um, We'll see what happens, I guess, you know? But I think it's probably fried, most likely fried. Well, that's a damn shame that you finally have Mike DeBasio on his knees jealous of what you possess. Which does not happen a lot, folks. And it just fades away. Yeah, gone. Just like this. That's a damn shame, man. That is a damn shame. Isn't it? Well, I, was, I knew you were stressed out when I got a text from you that just said "yo," which is Spanish for "that's I. a fucking really good point." That's yeah. a really good point. So I was like, "Oh, because I don't do that. I don't ever just text you and say yo." No, that's like something Cooch does. Cooch says, right. "Cooch says yo." You respond with a question mark, 
And then he answers you two days later. <laughs> That's literally what he does. Well, it's like Joey Durso. I got a I got a text from him uh, like three days ago, and it was like it was like a mid conversation type text. Yeah, like it started off with like "haha, yeah, that's funny," and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And I looked. He was responding to a message I sent him in February. <laughs> but like, so that's almost like when we thought Cooch was lying to us, but it was actually like a month old message. Yes, that's exactly right. Cooch has been wrongly accused a few times, um, and I, I have not forgiven myself fully for that because I feel like, you know, it's Cooch. He's, you know, he means well most of the time. Right. Most he of well. most of half the time he means well, and we really did. Uh, we really did accuse him, and I feel bad. He's like the Richard Jewell of our friend group. Right. He's absolutely right, folks. So since we're on the subject of Mike DeBasio, we'll we'll go over some, you know, some DeBasio texts. We need to make a theme song for his uh, his little section. We do need to do that. Um, so w- w- I have actually a couple. One of them, DeBasio texts us completely out of the blue. Goes guess guess what's for dinner? Nobody even says oh what lasagna or anything. Nobody says anything. Nobody guesses. He goes he goes guess what's for dinner? Then he goes gonna give myself a fade tonight gonna be so blurry yeah that about does it ladies and gentlemen mike debasia um mike mike's one of those guys where if he were ever or should i say when he is arrested for a serious crime and is sent to rikers (laughs) island he's you know how normally they put a guy in solitary confinement for a week and they get so loopy and insane that they come out and like they're never the same they have like long-lasting ptsd from it Mike, right. Mike's one of those guys that'll do fine in solitary confinement. You send him to the hole, and he can just entertain himself with his own psychosis anyways, because that's basically right. what he does. That's entirely true. And when, when we were about 21 years old, Mike's biggest goal was to figure out which crime to commit that would send him to jail for long enough for him to read the books he wants to read. So he has so little willpower to read books that he actually thought of imprisoning himself so that he could catch up on reading. <laughs> And he was serious. So fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah, he's completely out of mind. He also uh, got three speeding... You know how you lose your license if you get three speeding tickets in like a month or something? Yeah. He got three speeding tickets in one day on the same trip. So he was leaving... He was, was driving... before or after uh, the Methuen Police Department confiscated all of his firearms? This is before. Uh, okay. We were like 21, and he was driving from... Like Rhode Island up to the beach, and he was speeding in Rhode Island. Got pulled over, got a ticket. Then continued on his way. Got pulled over again south of Boston, and then got pulled over again at the beach. And then he ended up losing his license for like six months, like a week later. And then you're like, "What happened, Mike?" He goes, "Got pulled over, dude." Yeah, he's a yeah, he's an odd feller. Yeah, he is. And I still have like the 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 mice, if you will, open on my screen here. One of them is filthy. You can you can tell some fucking like thirteen year old kid went directly from like playing basketball to playing Fortnite night overnight, and it's just like filthy. Yeah, just $200. eating eating Cheetos and gummy bears and then gaming at the same yep. time. That one's two hundred dollars somehow. Well, he's a smart kid. His, his parents probably bought it for him for like seventy bucks, and now he's going to turn a profit. Right, he's going to sell it to buy some new game or some shit. And a smart kid, smart kid, folks. That's Fair what enough. I would do if I could go back and find out what items are prized by society. Have my parents get them for me, and then just 
sell them for a profit right. on eBay. Yeah, you'd have your parents buy you like one share of fucking Amazon or something. Right, right. Um, actually, if I could go back in time, I would not sell my uh, metallic baby blue Mexican Stratocaster to that fucking guy with the blonde hair. Sky, I think is his name. He's like a he's Sky fucking, Stevens. That's I think I think that's who bought it. And I like listed it for like three fifty. He's like, bro, I'll give you two hundred. And I was like, so wait, right, fine. So if you could go back in time, you wouldn't short Circuit City or buy Amazon stock. You would just prevent yourself from selling that guitar to that guy. No, that's not exact. That's not entirely true. I guess you're correct. I would do. Wait, was it Ski? Was it uh, Ski? That fucking guy. You dude. sold your guitar to Ski. I'm pretty sure, man. I'm pretty sure it was him. Oh, I like Ski. He always has like uh, a like he always 70... has like half an inch of foundation on him. He wears makeup. Yes, a little odd, but I'm he's like a nice 76 percent sure that I sold it to him. Yeah, he's been in Jake's dad. Do you, do you remember the Skuzovich's? Whoa, whoa! Say that whole sentence over again. Do you remember Jake Skuzovich or Ben Skuzovich? They were twins. Oh, the Skuzoviches. Yeah, the Skuzovi. No, I don't know them. They kind of looked a little bit like Kevin Bacon, but that's their dad. <laughs> Well, fuck, man. Ski's good. He used to do um, the Beatles' second album. He did uh, the first Lennon medley. um, Yeah. Like, No Reply, I'm a Loser, and Babies in Black. And he, because he had that one man band thing. He was like the Dick Van Dyke of the release. Right. And, uh, oh, it was great, dude. That was like my favorite thing, seeing him play that. He played a pool party at my my fucking old house. Is that right? Yeah. it started like raining really bad and was really windy and like so we helped him like cover his shit with a fucking tarp and then all of it fell over and then he somehow was like trying to blame us for his shit falling over and getting wet. Ah, and he had his gaming gaming mouse there too. Yeah, <laughs> covered in water. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I like ski. He's a yeah, good yeah. guy. I, he, I'm sure he's. So fine. he was blaming he's you, for, but he was blaming you for the weather. Yes, he definitely was blaming us for the weather, folks. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but also out of the blue, DeBazio sends us a picture of his leg in a very red room. The room is lit by a red light. Yeah, what was it? Dude, he's one of those guys, like, it'll be late at night, I'll be watching TV, and I get a text, and it's some bizarre photo, and I just, I don't even blink. I just put my phone back in my pocket. Right. Um, but it's literally just his right leg, and then you can see, like, off in the corner of the room, like, his girlfriend's, like, head. That's, like, it. <laughs> And yeah. then we're like, what? We're like, what the fuck? He goes, infrared heals you. It's like, okay, okay, dude. Fucking what? And then he, that's it. No other questions will be answered. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a guy I'd like to give a Rorschach test to. Just give him like a few ink blots, just see what he thinks and write it down. Right. And just put it in a safe somewhere so that children can't see it. Two days later, damn, my credit only 763 sucks. What's prefect? And, there, and then he's gone again. Why would his credit be bad? Unless having the Massachusetts State Police seize your firearms affects your credit, which I don't think it does. Why I don't would, think it does, no. Why would his credit even be bad? He's been working his whole life and doesn't own anything that he would have defaulted on. And his and dad, doesn't spend money on anything. Right. His credit should be perfect. The only thing he spends money on is buying food for his dogs and pig food, whatever pigs eat. Yeah, the only thing he spends money on is food... For his rabid pit bull, and then the funeral costs of the dogs the pit bull kills. <laughs> and then the veterinarian costs for putting the pit bull down. 
right. all of which all of which happened in like a a month. Those are his only expenses. Yeah, no, Jesus. he's a, uh, he's an odd guy. Oh yeah, yo yeah. Um, but yeah, what's going on? With, enough, enough about me, man. What's going on with you? <laughs> oh, sorry. Easy. White claw went down the okay. wrong tube. <clears throat> How many yeah. tubes are there, by the way? So like one supposedly chance, one chance to get it right, or do you have a few? Supposedly there's two, but I don't. I all right, so it's fifty. I'm not 50. so sure about that. Yeah. Um, no, nothing really is new with me. Um, I actually have a pretty mundane life now in quarantine. I um, I have like a daily, like my my weeks kind of split up. I do the same thing. Like Monday, I go to the liquor store. Tuesday, I drive around for a half hour and go get cigarettes. Wednesday, I buy sliced bread for the sandwiches oh, I make. Pre-sliced? Pre-sliced. They have that giant apparatus that they, they put the uh, the loaf through. Um, Jesus. And, uh, and that's pretty much it. It's kind of day-to-day. Um, we're opening up a bit more. We're kind of having um, some friends and family stop by more and more, which is nice. Oh, yeah, Saturday. Right. If anybody's listening that wants to come, Saturday, come to the house. We're going to have... Yeah, you can come if you want. We're gonna have okay. uh, you know burgers, steak tips, that sort of thing, potato chips, really? probably. If DJ and Boo are listening, we'll have Lay's if they want. Will you have any um, vegan options? Uh, we'll have we'll have all the cigarettes and bubble gum you could want. So yeah, we have stuff for everybody. Do you have any bread? We have potatoes. Oh, I, we gotta get oh, that I on the soundboard. How- Speaking of the um, when we think that people say stuff a certain way in a movie and then we rewatch it, and that's <laughs> yeah, it's always it way way less exaggerated. When you sent me the uh, the goddamn son of a bitch that's in Django Unchained, yes, I, I always say it as goddamn son of a bitch. And then you sent it, and he's like, "Goddamn son of a bitch!" I dude, I thought the same thing. I was so disappointed when I heard how less cartoonish it was when he said that because. I uh, I was watching Django because I just love that movie. Unchained mo- or Chained? Unchained. Okay, yep. And I, because uh, I just love that movie and I hadn't seen it oh, in a while. Fantastic. So Karen was like doing yoga or something. I forget what she was doing. And then I, um, so I'm like, I'm just going to throw on Django. And, uh, and then right when he's on the plantation, he's about, to, he, he spots, he spots the guy, little Raj, and, He's about to kill him. I'm like, oh, this is where the line comes. So I get my phone out, and uh, and I record it because I wanted to send it to you. And yeah, I was like, oh, that's it. I thought it was much more over the top. Yeah. But uh, it, it's funny how your mind just like I don't know if your mind just wants it to be cooler when you say it out loud so that like people can enjoy it as much as you did. Like the there will be blood. We have potatoes. Like, Eric and I are the only people in the world that love that line. There's so many great lines in that movie. Like the Well, whole, I love it, too. So no, no, no. Three. Right. Yeah, you do, too. But have okay, you ever... thank you. Like, but it's it's so funny because there's so many great lines in that movie. But, like, I, I would, you know, who cares about the milkshake scene? We have potatoes is my, that's my favorite. And so here's how when I you rewatch it, it, it's, like, so much more subtle than you remember. I picture it as, um... Do you have any bread? Yeah. And then he goes, we have potatoes. Yeah. Is that about right? Kind of, but I. But it's actually one of these weird inverted scenarios where my line of how the my memory of how the guy says it is actually probably more mellow than he actually says it. Because 
the mellow recitation of the line is my favorite part because he goes, we have potatoes. <laughs> That's how I remember it. But I, oh, I feel like, see. and it's my favorite movie. I've seen the movie like 15 times, but I have a proper. I have a sneaky suspicion that when we replay it, he'll just go, we have potatoes. Here we go. Wait, how did you get that? I just pulled it up, but hold on. Um, listen to how calmly he asks him if he has if he has bread. Do you have bread? <laughs> I know in my in my in our memories. Do you have any bread? Yeah, and he's like crawling through the desert, covered in sweat. Do you have any bread? And he goes, "Do you have bread?" But he's standing like a perfect gentleman, calmly asking him if he has bread. I know it's, it's always quick. so disappointing. That's why you just don't real rewatch. Just play stuff. the whole thing. I know. Do you have bread? We have potatoes. <laughs> so okay, so the we have potatoes. That that's about right. That's how I right. Remember, potatoes are spot on. But the, do you have any off. bread? It's like this is why you don't you don't really watch stuff. You don't don't go back to your favorite childhood vacation spot because it's always going to disappoint. You know what I mean? Just let let the memory. Be as it is, because it's so right. it's so romanticized that to go there to revisit it, it's only going to disappoint. And that's kind of right. the same with movie quotes. Like, yeah, the, like have you in seen Gordo, In school, we called him Gordo the Weirdo. That's literally how we used to call him Gordo the Weirdo. Yeah, like it's 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 not even close. Not even close. And, and re listening to Bateman say that after all those years of our recitation outline, that was that was like going to. The vacation spot you went with your parents as a forty-five-year-old, and it's like this run-down little shit cabin on a pond. That—that that was the equivalent, right? Of that. Oh wow, this just in. Um, DeBazio coming coming in clutch. So I texted DeBazio. Was like ruined my fucking my final mouse. He goes, oh, just get this one. Sends me like a mint mouse. He's like, that's what I use. That's great. It's forty bucks. Oh, all right. So, so thanks, you, you, you no longer have. You no longer have something that. Uh, <laughs> That makes him jealous, but you at least have an That's alternative. That's right. It's it's about having something he can't get that is, you know. Right. That I'm going to miss. Well, at least you're going to have a nice gaming mouse for a reasonable price. Or I could still I could just put the broken one on eBay and sell it to some poor son of a bitch, 13-year-old kid. You could. You could totally catfish somebody. I'm not going to do that, guys. Calm down. Calm down. Okay? Jesus. Or it may work. So why don't you... Let's see how the rice experiment works. If, okay. if if it's functional after that, sell it for a profit, like a ridiculous profit, and then just use the proceeds to buy this mic that this mouse that Mike just sent. I wonder if recovering it from being broken adds value. Mm. If I could sell it for like a thousand bucks, I'm like, this mouse once got wet, but it still fucking works perfectly fine. So like how Robert Downey Jr. actually was cooler when he came back than he ever was in the first place. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, maybe. Could be that. Jesus. Like, if Jesus never resurrected, I don't know if people would still be talking about him. So, actually, it does add value that something died and then came back. You know what right. I mean? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Oh, oh but I, I made the tea time in Apple Hill for Sunday. Oh, folks, we're going golfing. I was so excited, dude. And it was so nice to talk to a reasonable person. Because I feel like these regulations, they're so, it's like Don McLean's American Pie. Like each individual verse makes sense, but as a whole song, it, there's no coherent through line. Like all together, the verses 
don't relate or make sense at all. And that's kind of how the regulations right. are. You know what I mean? It's like, we're going to open the golf course because you can kind of social distance and all this stuff. And then they're like, but, okay, yeah, like, okay, it makes sense. But you can only have one person in a golf cart, even if you showed up in the same car with the parties that you're playing with. Um, so, yeah, it's like Don McLean's American Pie. If you don't believe me, revisit the lyrics. It makes no sense as a song. Well, we can we can share clubs, right? Uh, well, so here's the thing. I don't know what New Hampshire's official stance on, on club sharing is, but... Whoa, whoa, we can't share clubs? No, we can't. Ah, oh, man. I know, I'm really banking too. on that. I, was, I wasn't even going to bring them back. I was just going to hope that you brought yours. But um, I called her, and I was like... <laughs> I'm, so I made the tea time, and... And they're so mom and pops that I figured they'd be cool. You know what I mean? Now, this is the nice old woman that's in the pro shop with the visor on? Yeah, she's awesome. I love her. But uh, The one where you're like, hey, can I get uh, 19 beers? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's only there's only two per person. Oh, uh, you're like, oh, well, I have eight of my friends are, are yeah, out there. Yeah, and she goes, and okay. And I was going to get a couple for the guy over there. And she's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Do you want ice? Yeah, so that's kind of what they are. They're like, they're like we're going to tell you the official rule. And kind of leave it up to you to hoodwink us. But right. like, if you can get around the rules, we're going to let it happen. That's exactly right. And so I called and I was like, I made the tea time. And then I said, do you restrict Massachusetts residents from playing? And she goes, well, technically, yes, but we're doing the honor system. So if someone's from Massachusetts and they don't tell us, it's not an issue. So I was like, all right, great. And then I was like, what's your cart rule? Can we take carts? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, And I was like, is it only one person per cart? Because that's what I've heard other places doing. Right. And she was like, well, no. If someone's in your group and you're friends with them, you can sit in the same cart. If you want your own, you can have that too. But it's just regular cart rules. And it was just so nice. It was like being abducted by aliens and you're in this foreign UFO and you escape from the alien jail, and you're walking around the ship, and you see another Earthling. It, it was just like a right. nice, like comforting feeling, like I'm not alone in this insanity. So it that was gr- it was great to have her on the phone. Because if I went to Atkinson or somewhere that was like kind of more of a big operation, they they have more incentive to play by the rules because there's more eyes on them. Yep, I gotcha. Yep, but um, other but than no, that, they did say the- that um. Uh, Mark Stevens comedy shows do they're actually in no violation of breaking social distancing laws. So they're actually allowing those to happen because there's such limited capacity at his <laughs> events. So you can still see him play if you want, because the nearest person is going to be like near the fire exit. Um, so that was nice. You know, That's something I've always wondered is comedians will say, Oh, I played at, but it's like, you didn't play. You joked. Right, you performed. I guess you'd you you performed. Like I don't. I just. I don't. I just don't think comedians should be able to say I played at the yeah. Wing Theater. Yeah, because it's it's just the it's it's the wrong verb. You know what well, I mean? What did you play, dude? You know what I mean? But there's Your really no cords? there's really no satisfactory uh, supplement for it though. Like, what else would they say? I know that's the problem. I mean, I right? guess you could say I performed, but yeah, but like even that kind of sounds dickish, you know. I think that's because there's always been a crossover relation with comedians and musicians, so they kind of just borrow each other's terminology. Yeah, I think that's correct. You know, I've got mean? a point there, folks. But <sighs> Mark is so bad, dude. He's he's getting he's getting wildly egregious on Instagram. Out of control. 
out of control. He's he just did a diatribe the other day against white privileged people. This is like what? This is like a murderer in a prison bullying a guy for beating his wife and acting like he's in moral outrage by it. If I asked you who who's the most privileged the, douchey white guy, you know? Yes. Who would you say? I not only would I say Mike the Shark, but everybody around me would owe me a Coca-Cola because I think <laughs> he's the first on everybody's mind if that question's posed. His comedy oh. stinks. He's awful. He has so, first of all, the whole You know po- it's one it's one thing if you're bad at comedy, but you're humble about it and you show respect for other people that are speaking to you or performing before and after you but he's just not he's just terrible then he gives nobody like the time of day because he thinks he's like the best yeah but it's it even, just doesn't add up but it's even worse than that because arrogant cocky people usually by definition are funny so like actually right. s- somebody with his undeserved uh self confidence should be hilarious right but he manages to just be so unfunny and He's so free from any irony that he he's not even funny at how unfunny he is. You know right. what I mean? It's and like the fat girl that's also ugly but is also a bitch. And she's like, well, you're going to buy me a fucking drink? And you're like, whoa, 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 what? Exactly. She, so it's like the fat girl that thinks she doesn't have a boyfriend because guys hate fat people. But in reality... Well, there's some truth to that, but but in reality, she's really doesn't get a boyfriend because she has such an awful personality. Like that's kind of oh, like shark. Well, I think it'd be more sense if she was if it was like yeah, I don't have a boyfriend because I don't want one. Oh yeah, well, kind of the same thing. But but here's the thing with shark. I guess it is, but not really. But yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. Sorry. The, and again, I've said this a <laughs> bunch of times, so you know, I'll stop me if I've if I'm you know repeating myself. But okay. The whole point of comedy is to have an acute awareness on the mundanity of life that everybody realizes but didn't think to enunciate. So you're basically – the whole point of comedy is is to say something that everybody can relate to or at least a good amount of people can, but they never really thought about it. And so yeah. for a guy with no awareness, not even self-awareness, just no awareness, I'm actually surprised he hasn't got hit by a bus at like a crosswalk right now but he has so little in touch with normal people that it's it's almost an insult that he would even be considering himself a comedian like who i don't know who his peers are but i hope they're bullying the shit out of that kid you'd hope so but probably not because they just want to get their dinner and their drinks for free well and shark's one of those guys too where he's so uh judging by his um typically boring college dorm room type thinking on everything he's so pc and lame that like the idea of anything funny coming out of his mouth just the possibility is just erased like he's just so bad and then when he finally does construct a joke it's like oh it's awful it really is awful it's like it's like sisyphus you know he he works hard and then the he you know pushes the rock all the way to the top of the mountain and just rolls back down it's you like, know what I also think about, actually, I've thought about this multiple times, is he is in the comedy scene in L.A., supposedly, right? Yeah, no, Which he means, is. 
Which means he probably has gotten at least a spot on an off night at the comedy store. Maybe. No, Maybe. he he has played the comedy store. See, I, even now, okay. I'm I'm saying played. He he has performed at the comedy store many times. So now what I picture is Crystalia, Joe Rogan, and like fucking Theo Vaughn are hanging out in the back of the of the comedy store, and then up walks Mark the Shark, and they all just go, "God damn it, this fucking kid." And then he's just like, oh, what's up, guys? And then they're just like, oh, nothing. And then, like, he, Mark the Shark's not even looking in Crystalia's eyes. He's just looking at his phone and rubbing his belly and going, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Dude, I, I'd believe and it. And they're just like, oh, okay, fuck this kid. And at least. I just, I think about that often. And at least if you got an, like, an idiot like Shark, usually at least he could provide entertainment, like, where you could just, he's so pathetic and trying so hard that you can kind of laugh at him but he doesn't even offer that because he thinks that he's so he just stares at his phone the whole time so this is like this is like the mean college kids inviting a homeless guy to a frat party to make him do terrible things for their own entertainment but then the homeless guy gets there and you give him five dollars to like i don't know drink bacon grease from a soda can and he's like no i'm not doing that so like the whole reason that you would even have this guy around in the first place he just says no 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 so you're just like, well, what's the point of this guy being here at all? Ah, Jesus Christ. If that makes any sense. <clears throat> well, I mean, we just gave the kid 15 minutes of our time. I think that's too much. Yeah, I mean, that's um, fine. I've, I've talked about, you know, ISIS for 30 minutes. It doesn't mean I like them, you know. That's true. I mean, this is what you have to talk about when you're trying to not talk about COVID the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's a, um, it's a weird thing. People and the people that get mad that you talk about it are the people that um really I, I don't know why they're upset. They're really pissed that more people didn't die is why they get so angry. Well, there's it. that. Just and to it, prove their point, not because I want people to die, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's almost like the alcoholic that is clearly the problem, and then when the family keeps trying to have discussions about the alcoholism, they start crying and and run out of the house. And that's kind of how I feel with this COVID nonsense is like you try to have a reasonable conversation and a lot of people just go, no, you know, you guys are wrong. Like, and then they just storm out. So it's bizarre, really. I don't understand. It actually shouldn't even be political, by the way. It really shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it it is. Yeah. Oh, of course it is. I mean, if it wasn't political, why would Greta Thunberg be in a COVID panel on CNN? That is fucking hilarious to me by the way like again i'm not attacking her talk but, about publicity stuff but if Are that's you me? if that's not purely political then what is it because it's not science i don't know i i get i get annoyed i i they go hmm, who could we who could we put on the panel to really pull on the heartstrings of american <laughs> people oh well, what about that 14 year old girl from fucking sweden or whatever that has asperger's let's get her well the thing and again i'm not attack i'm not attacking her like i get that you know no I, me either i but, am but i'm not but my thing is they're they're using her it's like it's like grabbing a dead body to use it as a shield as you're in a firefight with somebody else it's like they want they go this girl's an authority she's actually going to inform public policy so she take her seriously and then when you go all right i'll treat her like an adult Here's a counter argument. They go, why are you questioning her? She's just a kid. And it's like, wait, so am I supposed to take her seriously like an adult or am I supposed to treat her like a kid? Because if she is a kid, why is she informing public policy? But if she is an adult, why am I not allowed to ask questions? It's it's just bizarre. Right. I want you to feel the fear that I feel every day. Yeah. Uh, all right, but switching gears here. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I wonder, la- last thing I'll say, when Obama spends $15 million on an oceanfront property in Martha's Vineyard, that's kind of a direct sign that he doesn't think it's going to be underwater in five years. So isn't that kind of an insult to these people? Either, right. and how many? Either he's a complete moron that likes throwing away money, or he actually doesn't believe the rhetoric that he abets. That's absolutely correct, folks. And how many? I'm, I'm going to look it up, but how many homes does uh, Bernie Sanders own? I don't know. Oh my fucking god, dude! I literally just typed how many homes into Google, and it said, "Does Bernie Sanders own?" It filled it in, <laughs> filled it right in for me. Well, I guess it's a top um, question. But my question is, is he okay with giving, sharing his homes with the American people? No, dude, come on. Well, then, see, this is what we're talking about, folks. And what about Bill Gates? How many homes does he own? He's worried about, you know, being going green, but... No, 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 no. Al Gore is the worst. Oh, wait, what did I just say? You said Bill Gates. Oh, I meant fucking Al Gore. Al Gore they said Al Gore, I forget the actual number, but Al Gore's carbon footprint is something like 21 times the average American. Al Gore buys $8.9 billion Ocean View Villa. Yeah, he has like six um, bathrooms in his fucking Tennessee house. And, and, but it's all these guys. Like Leonardo DiCaprio is literally banging models on a yacht and then flying private, farting out way more carbon than I'll probably consume in my lifetime. And then taking the time to lecture me on my carbon footprint, like up yours, dude. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna take a Greyhound bus around the country, and I'm still not gonna emit more carbon than you did on your little romp out in the Pacific, fucking supermodels just for fun. You know what I mean? Future. That's absolutely correct. It's just, it's, it's just a little much. That's all I'm saying. Like these are the best spokespeople you can find. Really, you can't find like one person that isn't a total flagrant hypocrite. Drives me fucking nuts. Well, I think that's where Greta came in. But either way. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Jess got a fucking brand new uh, DJI Mavic Air 2 drone. Yeah, I saw and it. I it tell looks you, awesome. I, this, saw the, I saw the videos you sent. This thing is unreal. It it's looks, unreal. It looks great. How, how, uh, what's the uh, elevation that thing can reach? It can go... Well, you can set it to max, but... Um, but it you learned your you like lesson. A, well, it gives you a warning once you once you get to like four hundred meters. Question. Yeah, mark. so it's like beeping, right? Yeah, it's just like, hey, just so you know, you're like not really supposed to go higher than this, but like go right ahead, because then you're like gonna run into planes, basically. But um, we put the thing up like seventy meters, and you're like, you can't even like imagine going higher than that. You'd, you'd start having like a fucking panic attack. Right. But um, we took the thing to Salisbury um, Center there, got some slices of Tripoli's pizza, which let me fucking tell you, were fantastic. So it's back open now? Yeah, it's open. I mean, they don't have the stage there. Um, and everyone was definitely keeping their distance and like grilling you if you got kind of close and stuff. But um, it's open. Good. But we flew it up there. Um, and then I kind of gave uncle Nick a heads up. I was like, yeah, just keep an eye out for a drone. And he was like, okay. And then before I know it, we see this thing zooming towards us and it's a drone that comes super close to us and just hovers near us and then just like flies the fuck away. And then (laughs) I get a text from Nick, I get a text from uncle Nick and he's just like, found you. I'm like, Uh, what the fuck dude? I love that dude. It was great. Did you go to his house last weekend? 
Did he have uh, people I did over? not, no. I think he did, but I didn't go. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta hang on Uncle Nick, man. I missed that guy. I think guy. Jeff went. Jeff Bergenson. I know Dave and Morgan went. That's actually true. They totally did. Wow, how'd you know that? Instagram, man. I know. Instagram's crazy. You know where everyone is all the time. Yeah, it's pretty wild, dude. Also, this de- this episode is dedicated to Alex Sabo, um, for multiple reasons, one of which being he was one of the few people that really appreciated the uh, our last episode, and also because he sends us money all the fucking time. Thanks, Alex. Oh, he's the dude. He's the best. He was here. Um, he's actually taken the full reign on uh, all the yard work that I. But I want to. I was. How put does in he know how to do all this shit? He's just a savant, dude. He's a, if you were uh, like, hey, Alex, can you pour a foundation for my 8,000 square foot home? He'd be like, no problem, man. And he would just fucking do it and it would be perfect. Oh, he could and then do it. Like, and then if you're like, hey, man, can you roof my house? He's like, yeah, sure. Dude, and he it, just does it. If, if I had like any money whatsoever and I wanted to get into the flipping house business, I would just be like, Alex, let's just partner up and do this because he can literally do anything. But uh, I just, I don't yeah, he came it. by, gave me some mulch samples. And then the the fence is all fucked up, so I was like, I gotta fix that. I was like, you know a fence guy? He's like, yeah, me. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Do you need do you need anything? And he's like, nope. He's like, I'll be by I'll be by in two weeks, and I'll fix this whole thing up. So yeah, I, like, right, it's really like a one man operation that's gonna do this whole yard for me. Because like, he works like, hard and he's good at what he does. Where he is, that's absolutely true. Yeah. So not and then only he just starts he starts only tuning he all have, your guitars and shit too while he's at it. Yeah, not only did he have good things to say about the last episode, but also he is just, he continuously donates to us um, not just on a monthly money, basis. Not just his money, but his time. Yeah, he's the man, dude. He's absolutely the man. So, Alex, actually, if you get, like, stranded somewhere and you have, like, a flat tire, I guess I kind of owe you one, so. Yeah, we both do, dude. Yeah, we'll come help you. Um, where the fuck else was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clickbait. Clickbait is fantastic, is it not, folks? It is, I know. <laughs> So I actually screenshotted a couple of my favorite, most ridiculous, clickbaity things that I saw like this past week. Okay. Okay. Now this one, you know how it'll just say like it'll say like thir- It's always a random number. Thirteen foods you should never eat unless you want to die at the age of thirty-seven. You yes. know what I mean? Yep. And then it'll be a picture of like a perfectly ripe banana. Yep. So this one. Um, <laughs> you'll never think about solar panels again after seeing this. And then it says watch in parentheses. And it's a picture of a skateboard bearing a couple rubber bands and like a little motor from like an RC car drilled to a piece of plywood. Jesus. Mm. Interesting. Um, Here's the next one. Urologist suggests pill that destroys erectile dysfunction, no prescription. And then there's a picture of a gigantic piece of aloe vera. Dude, I just love how the photos are just the most random fucking thing ever. But in the the thing that I love about it is because it, it's just about traffic. So if you get clicks, even if it's an immediate click where you realize this, you've been duped and just X out to the advertisers. That's still a click. So really, all you need to do, it's like confused. It's basically, like all you it. need to do is hold out candy and get the kids into your van. You don't actually need to molest them. You just need to get them in your van, and then they can leave immediately unharmed. But you st- it's that's all you need to do. So just make the right, most ridiculous— You just get them in the van, and then you throw your keys to the homeless guy, and he just does whatever he does, but that's not your problem. Right. 
Because it's all about clicks. I would be a great clickbaiter, I think. We should actually, we should start a clickbaiting company. Um, Dr. Stunned, this melts belly fat like crazy. And then it says in parentheses, do this. And it's a picture of um, lemon slices boiling in a pot of water. Yeah, it's genius because then everyone goes, oh, all I need to do is boil lemons. Let me click on this. This one says, casinos don't expect you to do this, but they can't stop you. And there's just some lady sitting at a, um, a fucking machine. And then there's like a zoomed in picture of her hand like stuffed up the fucking machine. <laughs> as if she's just, you know, prying the machine open at the thing and just winning and they don't care. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> Mom cheats credit score plus 193 using this five min trick. Genius. And then it's like a like a 14 year old girl standing in front of a BMW. Are these like just in the queue of websites that you're on on the side? Or are these like uh, like tweets or like alerts that you're getting? Just like if you go to any website, like yeah, um, like all the bullshit that just floats around. Yeah, and if you just scroll all the way to the bottom of the website, that's where these are found. Dude, it's so funny, man, that people do this for a living. And then this one just says, "Looking for fat people over two hundred pounds nationwide." And then there's like a picture of like two four hundred pound people. <laughs> but this is my favorite. Um, Randy Jackson says this digestive jump starter worked for me and it can work for you too. And then it's a picture of Randy Jackson holding a pot, but he's holding it so that the bottom of, uh, did I already talk about this? Is he, is he skinny in the picture? He is skinny, but the bottom of the pot is facing the camera, which means that the pot is at a 90 degree level from the ground, which means you could never put anything in it. It would fall out. Right. And then in the pot is again, they're boiling fucking slices of lemons. So clearly the picture of the lemons was photographed or was fucking photoshopped into the pot. And Randy Jackson was never actually holding the pot and never fucking said this. Man, yeah, they really, I wonder how many people they really dupe every year by doing that. Or every day, rather. I know, I wonder this. I mean, because they dupe me all the time. Even shit that I don't need. You get duped? Yeah, dude. Like like the, the one that you said about like the 10 deadliest foods, it'll be the picture of banana. I don't actually care. But they'll get right. me. They'll, they'll, they'll get me. It's like the siren song. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I'm just a wandering Odysseus in the ocean just sailing towards this seductive bullshit that I know is going to kill me, but I still do it anyways. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure a perfectly ripe banana is going to kill me at the age of 37. Oh, man. You know that's why I call Special K? What's that? You know I called Special K? Why? Because K is potassium on the periodic table. Interesting. That's correct. Oh you know God. where I learned that bananas had potassium from? Uh, honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Or Honey, We Me Shrunk too. Ourselves. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. talked about this. we talked about this. Yeah. I knew that. Because that's where I learned it. So It really is amazing how impressionable minds are. Like, I watch, um, I watch like a really interesting history documentary. And I'll retain none of it, even though I was watching it and transfixed by it. But like three weeks go by and I'll forget 80% of what I saw. But right. I'll remember like that bananas have potassium because when I was like 12, I saw it in a stupid movie. So really what we should do is have adults start watching like Rugrats and Hey Arnold and have kids start watching... You know, like History Channel documentaries, right? You know what I mean. That's and a it's good it's point. so a good unfair point. 
It's so unfair that your brain is so sponge-like when it's wasted on stupid interests and hobbies when you're like eight. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like if it was the reverse, it'd be so much better because then you could be 60 years old and you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to, I want to learn how to play piano. And like six months later, you could be a piano player. Right. That's totally true. But you can't do that. A six year old, you want to, if a six year old is serious about learning piano, not only will they know piano within a year, they'll be like unbelievable in five years. Whereas like, I don't know. It just sucks. This is a wasted opportunity, I think. If we could rewire know, yeah. the brain to get more absorbent as time goes on, that'd be great. Well, he's got a point, folks. He's, he's, got, a, he's got a point. I wish um, that. That'd be, that'd be excellent. But I feel like, and now we're seeing it more and more, that I feel like the older people get, in a lot of ways, the dumber they get. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, my like, God. Some of the dumbest people I know are very old. Like, the mayor of L.A. will let you walk in wet sand but not dry sand. <laughs> and if you told most 12-year-olds that rule, they'd be like, what are you, a retard? And this guy's, like, 50 years old and in charge of, like, one of the biggest counties in the country. But the sand is sand. Oh, God. Who votes for these people? Not me. Um, What else? Anything else? What else? Um... What else? Not much, it? man. Not much. Yeah. Okay. Um, just real quick. Um, you should probably go to www.imsosurecast.com and you should buy our merch. Yeah, um, check it we out. Got, we got t-shirts. We got sweatshirts, long sleeve shirts, pretty much any kind of shirt you can imagine we have. Um, and that's pretty much all we have is different kinds of shirts. But you should fucking buy them. We, right? should, we should honestly just make a shirt with Alex Sabo's face on it and not tell him and just put it on the merch site. That's actually genius. We're going to definitely do that. That'd be great. I'm actually just going to start wearing a picture of Alex Abo's face all the time. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be great. It'll be fantastic. All right. Well, I guess that's it. You want to wrap it up or something? Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much of a, uh, you know, bow tying comment to kind of wrap this up, but um, just to, you know, tune in as always, buy some merch if you want. Um, and 44 Washington Ave. Come by this Saturday, right. Memorial Day weekend, Saturday. We're going to have time? steak tips. If you want to wear a mask, that's fine. No one's going to make fun of you, despite my vitriolic diatribe. I'm actually not going to make fun of you. So, you know, if you want to come by and, like, be respectful and social distance, totally cool. Um, and, again, for the vegans, it is going to be meat-based, but we have all the cigarettes and bubble gum you can chew. Um, so we'll have plenty for you. Um, I think French fries are technically vegan, so you know you can I think eat they those. Are, yeah, they definitely are. And um, yeah, just come by. It'll be a nice little ribbon cutting to the summer, which this weekend normally that's the purpose it typically serves. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll just be nice to to mingle with with cohorts, you know. Fantastic! <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, well, fuck, man. Thanks for. Um you know, listening, and uh, I guess we'll see you next week. And by see, I mean you'll hear our voices next week. Mmm, he's right, folks. All right. Well, see you later. I'm so sure, Cass.